welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, Christy, somehow we're back for another Mr. Shellcross discussion. How do you feel about that? Well, parts of this episode were very entertaining and other parts were a little snoozy because of the lack of footage. Mm, snoozy is an interesting way to put it. Is there anything from Bachelor Nation before we jump into this interesting slash snoozy episode? Um, well, Chris Harrison made a couple of headlines, I guess. Um, he basically says it's complicated when asked would he return to host. So basically kind of a non-answer. Because and, there are some ru- some rumors that ABC has thought about it. Is that Yes, but they weren't credible in any way. But I think he's just leaving the door slightly cracked open to say I'd have the conversation. And then he also said ABC would be crazy not to consider asking him back because their ratings have plummeted. He compared it to like if you're a business and you've lost 60% of your sales, you would do anything to get the sales back. So he's making the analogy that bringing him back would fix the problem, which I disagree with. So about that, though, is that... Have things really fallen that much or is that an well if you just look at like the overall like total viewers they've dropped off but they've dropped off everywhere across all of network tv Mm -hmm. so i don't know that it's really fair to say the bachelor is doing so much worse than everything else Mm -hmm. yes and and if they were, it might be partially his fault, given the... Well, <laughs> I I guess we never did get a specific figure, right? But wasn't it rumored about $25 million maybe, that Something, he got? yeah, the payoff. Uh, well, they could have used that money to uh, keep the show from dying. So, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Mr. Harrison. I don't know if they would be stupid not to consider bringing you back. Yeah, I don't think it bringing him back would have the effect on ratings he thinks it would. Yeah, I don't know. You really think it would bring that many suburban moms back into the fold? I mean, you might end up losing people in the process if you did that, <laughs> so it might be a wash. Oh, boy. Well... I guess let's get our butts to London, shall we? Yes, the city of romance. I, they say this every time. <laughs> I don't... I, I'm always very skeptical. As I told you as we were watching this, it just seems like they just show up anywhere and call it, oh, it's known for being the most romantic. It's like you show up to, you know, some city you know some little town sleepy town only known for its sewage plant and they're like this town is just known for being the most romantic town mm-hmm. it's like no it's just known for having a sewage plant i don't what are you talking about and i know there's a lot of great culture in london 
personally, I love London myself, but every city is I do a great, find that a yeah. great place to fall in love. <laughs> well, now that that is true, but whether any city <laughs> is more romantic than any other is perhaps another conversation. So now that we're in London, we're going to uh, we're going to get promised what another two one-on-ones and another group date. So we learned the first one will be Gabby and mm -hmm. which I was I was a little surprised by to be honest. I kind of thought that she was going to fade into obscurity here. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that, I guess, but I guess Zach likes her enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and be before we get to that, though, hmm, there was just a lot of cringiness <laughs> at the beginning. Are you referring to Greer? <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just referring to the general atmosphere we saw through this episode of that very Americans in London sort of thing. They're, like, trying to... Oh, the accents. Do very and accents and, and all of that, which is just, that is why the world hates us. Yeah, <laughs> it was doing, a little, doing, a little much. Doing stuff like that. Like 99% of people do not appreciate that. It's just an annoying. Like if you're going to do a British accent, you really got to nail it. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that. It's just very cringy to me. To be like, oh, we're we're in London, so we just gotta gotta pretend to do this British accent. It just it is like the most cliche touristy thing to do, and it annoys me very much. So now that I've gotten that off my chest, we can we can go to the other cringe thing here, which was Greer, of course. Well, Greer is one of the women who, along with Mercedes and maybe one or two others who haven't gotten a one-on-one. -on -one, and so they are rightfully feeling like they're not in Zach's top section of women, and they're not. <laughs> I feel like if you're a contestant, you have to know. You reach week five, week six, and you haven't gotten one. The writing is on the wall. Yes, that is that is very likely to be true here uh and yeah there's it's also still like people get very worked up contestants get very worked up about sort of that the desperation to get on the date and it creates some very sad sort of moments for people when their desired reality does not work out Yes, and Greer also feels, I guess, a little more entitled because she has a teacup tattooed on herself. That was very funny <laughs> to me. Uh, because London was supposed to be her her destination to really bloom into the, the bachelor sort of front runner that she was destined to be. I mean, uh, what else is London known for but their tea? <laughs> and so she has a little teacup tattoo. Her uh, her whole family bonds through tea. London has all these tea houses and everything. Like, 
Greer and Zach T. I mean, it's it's only natural. So she was very upset when Gabby is the one to get the one-on-one. Yes, we see her crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a butler appears for Gabby mm-hmm. wearing a top hat. It was all like very pomp and circumstance, which I find kind of entertaining. Right. That That's also a very specific vision of London. Like that's a very like monarchist <laughs> view, <laughs> view of London. Like most people in London do not have posh butlers no okay just (laughs) to put that out there london is a very like culturally and ethnically diverse city with tons of people in all sorts of socioeconomic brackets uh so this is very much a we're just going to go along the lines of this this london we're talking about right now is sort of the royal family london I feel like stuff like this continues to make The Bachelor feel very dated. No other reality show on TV really has this sort of thing, like especially with like dating stuff. But don't you know everyone loves the royal family? <laughs> Except, you know, like half or more of the people in the UK mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff. And I'm not even going to go into the whole complicated situation that is, you know, abolishing the monarchy versus keeping the monarchy and and all the pros and cons as i'm sure that our audience is very well aware of just all of those nuances but yeah they they get uh they get taken for a ride in uh was that a a bentley Perhaps or a Rolls Royce, one of those. I forgot to look it up. Which yeah, one it, may, was, it but... may have been a Rolls Royce. I forget which one is more associated with the royal family. I mean, they're they're a small handful of very sort of prestigious uh, UK car makers. Uh, so it was one of those. Yes, it was very. It was a very fancy one. Because did you see uh, Zach? get the champagne there's like the little compartment in the middle seat and he just yeah, got that. out his little his little uh champagne glasses and they got to have a little a little toast so uh where where do they head christy well first to a perfumery shop i guess which creates perfume for the royal family allegedly <laughs> You didn't believe. <laughs> Look, it's it's po- Look, it is it is possible. You know, there are a lot of uh, institutions like that. Like London is a very old city, so you do have places like that where it's like, oh, yeah, we've been in business for two hundred years. We've been in business for three hundred years. Uh, so it is believable on a surface level. It's just one of those things where you're like. <laughs> ABC may have just made this up. Well, he did mention Meghan Markle, so I don't know. It could be true. Uh, yeah. Well, I because the royal family gets all their scents custom done, obviously. Yes. Uh, and so the whole reason they, that they are there is to 
go on a scent journey for themselves and make make their own scent. Yes. Did you catch the Winston Churchill one? Mm-hmm. One of them said it smelled kind of old manny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Winston Churchill is sort of peak old man. Like even, I won't go too far in depth because this is not a history podcast, but like he was pretty much an old man his entire life. I just wonder what that smelled like that they could pinpoint this smells like old man. I don't know. He probably had them like <laughs> distill cigars and and scotch into it oh, or wow. something like that uh, since that was the the scent profile he was comfortable with through his life. But uh, yeah, so did you get the impression that this this poor man at the perfumery like was very ready for them to leave? <laughs> well, they kept like... <laughs> making like comparisons of what the scent smelled like yeah i think i think he just wanted them to take it more seriously maybe yeah they they were not it just he it just seemed like he felt very awkward about the whole thing yeah because he would basically uh so he he had them at his at his desk and he just had a whole bunch of bottles of of scents and essential oils and you know all of, all of those things uh that he was like it was like a i don't know if it was like a feather it kind of looked like a feather he would like dip it in a little bit and then have them sniff it and they were very derogatory see i would have loved this date <laughs> mixing scents together that would have been fun well this part of it you may may not have liked the 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 rest of it for no just just this section mhm yeah uh, so they they uh, they create what was it? Z- Zabby. Zabby. Yes, I guess a combo of their names. Yes, which is incredibly original, and so Ga- creative. Gabby got a little, uh, not necessarily emotional, but she sort of waxed very poetic about how it could be the scent that they wear when they get married and. All let's, this let's stuff. pump the brakes and a little bit first I just, on that. <laughs> I don't know if that is where this is all headed. We we can't make proclamations like that when there's still 11 women left. I know. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's only week five here. We're, we're halfway through the season. Wedding bells are not tolling quite yet. So... From the torture of the poor perfumery employee, they continue onwards and meet, I guess, a a former royal butler. Yes, who apparently worked for the late queen, prince Mm -hmm. and princess. Yep, which I wonder, is that why he was sacked? Why he's a former royal butler? Because he killed the queen? (laughs) <laughs> wow <laughs> i think i don't remember the timeline of when they were there in relation to that it was definitely after though because they did mention that oh, okay. she, was, yeah. she was she had passed away um no i don't worry i'm not accusing this man seriously she was very old so i'm pr- i'm pretty sure she passed of of natural natural causes there uh so I guess the whole point of this was the hats, essentially. 
Oh, you mean like the tiara? Yeah, and all the like, all the different. I mean, there was a bunch of different hats they tried on there. Yeah, they also got to play with the corgis. The royal corgis. Mm-hmm. Are you are you familiar with the royal corgis? No. <laughs> All right, here's here's a I won't go too crazy here. But the queen, may God rest her, was a huge corgi person. And so she had she had like royal corgis and she's she obviously she was queen and alive for so long that she went through a lot of corgis, but there's like an actual bloodline of royal corgis that's like a a bunch of generations deep now at this point that are like from her original royal corgis i guess it's like a, it's a whole thing <laughs> how the bachelor get their hands on that then that sounds like really official well these aren't these aren't like these are were probably like runs the litter that the queen oh. never <laughs> never cared about or something i don't know I mean, they're again, they're they're just corgis. It's just yeah, it is it is one one of those things. So they got to roll around on the floor a little bit with with some of the royal corgis, the queens, the queens corgis. She loved her corgis. So, uh, yeah. Then it seems like all of this culminated with the dress section. Well, well, no, no uh, bachelor date would be complete without some sort of fashion trying on dress stuff yeah the pretty woman date always has that bachelor standing there watching mm -hmm. ooing and awing mm -hmm. that yeah, would be my least favorite part because because you gotta have a super expensive dress to wear later at the at the evening portion as well you know one that the bachelor finds particularly sexy not just one of those old rags that the woman brought along with her, you know. So, so how do you actually feel about that that section? Tell me. Tell it's me. just awkward. Like, but why is it awkward? Because like you have to walk out and do this like sort of half model walk, and then kind of stand there while he just watches and says whatever compliment, and then rinse and repeat with each dress. I just. I've always found that uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, it it is it is a bit a bit just sort of dare I say male gaze. I mean, that's mm. kind of the whole point of it. Mhm. Mm yeah, but I mean it's it's all very uh it's all very modern, you know. He gets to ogle it a beautiful woman in in dresses and she gets a bunch of designer goods yeah i mean this is such a, such a fair trade <laughs> i ended up liking the color of the dress she picked quite a bit like it was a really like unique shade of blue okay i didn't like the shoulder part which kind of shredded to me like it was isn't, i mean isn't that all the rage now i don't to know look like you uh fought something <laughs> barely survived the lion or tiger attack but I now mean, you're I, here and you're still sexy i guess so i mean i know it was purposeful but i liked the color though it was good 
Okay, favorable review from Christy on the dress color. Hallelujah. Mm. So because of what happens later in the episode, we I feel like we got a lot of extended time. Oh, so long. With Gabby when she came back carrying like all of her bags of merchandise. So my question to you here is, does this always happen and we're just unaware of the extent? That's what I think. There's so much footage on this show that gets shot that we never see. Because, and uh, what I am obviously talking about is the fact that we just got so much footage of Gabby showing off her her haul of stuff all the I know I didn't even shoes and dresses and I didn't realize she had gotten that much stuff until she started pulling it out yeah I mean I think that's pretty typical where they just oh you tried this on it's yours now yeah I mean it was so much stuff and she gives them all the details about the perfume and the other butler there was so much it just kept going on and on Amongst the rest of the women as she was showing everything off. Yes, Greer says it's like rubbing dirt in the wound. No. Come on. <laughs> Salt. Salt because it stings, not dirt. Uh, she said this was her dream date. She rolls her eyes and gets up and leaves the room. Yeah, that was the the uh, pretty big thread here was that like, Greer essentially feels very uh, just left out and unvalidated and everything because she sees this date as having been the date, like the Greer date. This was her date. It was stolen from her. It was, yeah, it was stolen from her. It was perfect for her. And that is rather insulting and after that happens gabby finally realizes like what she's been doing she said sorry i don't mean to brag <laughs> the other girls are like no no you're fine have your moment <sighs> which eh, i don't know if i bought that mm -hmm. but yeah essentially they, they were nice about it yeah essentially like they were trying to be good sports but at the same time it was like Lord, give me strength. I know. Because <laughs> I, especially, uh, who is, who is the other that was also pretty upset? Was Probably it Mer Allie? Maybe Mercedes? Maybe. One, one of the two. There were a couple of them that were, were not super enthusiastic, you know, yeah. Greer and, and somebody else there. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of like the extended showing off, but I also can't really be hypocritical and grouse about it too much here because I'm I'm sure that they make them do that and it's recorded and it, we just never see that. Yeah. But I'm sure it, it always it always is happening. We just we just are spared from it. It's just it's not the best look to me. Not quite. <laughs> to just be like, yeah, see, I got these Jimmy Choo's or whatever those like really great shoes are. The, what are they? The, the, 
Louboutins or whatever, the ones with the red bottoms. That oh, Louis Vuittons. Yeah. Um, you, as you can tell, I'm just very hip and with all the premium fa- fashion brands. But yeah. yeah the, it just kept, like, it seemed like she pulled everything out of every bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, they needed, they needed footage, okay? So whether or not they, they make them always do this and we just never see it or they just, they knew, they really knew that they were probably going to need need some extra pad here uh it was very very long and then charity gets up and goes after greer trying to comfort her and greer says tea is how my family and i come together and bond i know that that was the other thing that i i i feel bad for greer because it's a real tough place to be but it is also funny to me the perspective she has like talking about the like hearing from the other women of like oh yeah i went on the one-on-one and like oh it was you know i was like i i I planned it just for you and all this stuff when i mean how he how much does he actually do like not not much. much like he doesn't have any power or, or like resources either. Like anything is going to be sort of externally motivated, generally speaking. I mean, even even later on with that whole gift basket that we'll we'll touch on. Like she didn't source that stuff. She's <laughs> stuck ridiculous. in the hotel. Like that that's that's a producer thing. So it's it. I understand getting caught up in all of that, but also like you really think that. Zach actually has on his mind, oh, Greer loves tea. I should do a tea date with Greer instead of producers. Hey, Zach, you're taking Gabby on a date. Here's here's what you're doing. Yep, that's Have fun. it. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Yes, I just, uh, you know, she is kind of having Greer. Greer's having, having issues. Um I noted that uh, she's Greer with envy. <laughs> Get it? Greer yep. with envy? Yes, I'm <laughs> hilarious. It's true. Uh, and then there was like a very funny scene with Gabby going to her room or attempting to, carrying all those bags in the dress, and mm-hmm. then having to double back to where Greer and Charity were to get into her room because they are in front of her mm-hmm. room. That that also had to have been a producer thing as well. Like them, uh, like a producer following the two of them finding a place to kind of chat and was like, oh, here's a good place for yep. you. Like one, <laughs> 100%. It was still funny though. Oh, absolutely. It was hilarious <laughs> because she like shuffled by trying not to be in the way and then she's like, oh, actually... Uh, this is my room. Oh, it was so awkward and funny. Oh, man. And then I'm sure she she had to hear them from the inside of her room a little bit as they, like, tried to get away and, and not uh, reveal <laughs> too much in front, of, in front of Gabby's door. Oh, very funny. What a great manufactured moment. I know. Sometimes the producers really do it right mm-hmm. every once in a while but i don't like to give them credit because i don't want them to get too big heads you know no 
They need to stay humble. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, nighttime? Ba- back from the sadness to the nighttime. I think the first thing I noted was Zach's comment that he had an experience last season where he thought he knew someone, but it turns out he didn't. Referring to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a little bit of shade. Uh, I would love to know what he means by that. Uh, well, I mean, they did have that whole fantasy suite. That... Which we will never know what was said. Nope. Even though they both keep dancing around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was. this wasn't particularly noteworthy like it it went it went pretty pretty well generally speaking she didn't get thrown out nope i mean she briefly mentioned her previous relationship but we didn't get a ton from that just that things happened that made her not feel confident in herself so another kind of vague statement there Mm. but zach makes her feel so special and wanted and all of that so uh-huh. just like he makes all the other women feel yep <laughs> that he is currently dating at the same time mm-hmm. so a brief detour back to the hotel where we learn charity will be getting the second one-on-one date mm-hmm. and this sends mercedes into a spiral yep one of the other women who are not in the top well because you i mean I'm I'm sure they they know this. Like I I feel like you really need a one-on-one by this point. Like this in some ways I I kind of feel like week 5 is is the cutoff. Yeah, week 6 maybe at the latest, but yeah. that's pushing it. And if you don't, you're screwed. And so like this was a very important episode. Mm-hmm. They're running out of time. Yeah, connections are growing. Other connections, <laughs> other relationships are progressing, and it's very, very traumatic. Knowing that you are you're on the outside, you're in risky territory. I feel like if you're one of those contestants, you kind of just have to be there to enjoy the ride. Like you're, the longer you last, you're getting more exposure, more of the Instagram followers. Anastasia was talking about Anastasia. Anastasia. I feel like we heard both pronunciations. I don't know which it is. Uh Um, But yeah, you just kind of just enjoy the time you've got there. It's like clearly Zach isn't your person, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, I'm it, I'm sure it's easy to get caught up in the in just the the atmosphere and and really feel like you could like you could have a shot if you got the time. I feel like that's a pretty common yeah. a pretty common thing to to sort of be one of these people sort of on the edge where it's like well it seems like he likes me and i really want to make it further like so all all i need is some more time to just show him that 
our relationship is progressing here when as you were talking about last week probably had it pared down pretty pretty good from just about the get-go and and there there (laughs) may not be anything you can do to change that you know or at the very least it would be very difficult to to change that but but it always feels like you can you can turn this thing around you can do it and sadly that's not always the case not even usually the case, in in my opinion, at least. But yeah. Uh, well, back to more evening. To yeah. The, just such a great romantic end. I know. Just more cliche. Best friend, partner. You know, mm-hmm. the usual. Mm-hmm. Want someone who is committed. Um, she gets the rose. No way. And then a private concert by mm-hmm. UB40. Which actually is a legitimate band. So Yeah, that's what I gathered from Twitter. I had not heard of them, but they seem actually but famous. You've heard some of their songs. So Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I'm pretty sure you have. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, just in a, another, you know, fancy house. Yep. Place. Sway, make out while mm-hmm. they play. Yep. So much swaying. So much making out. And passing COVID. Mm, no, that uh, wouldn't happen <laughs> on, on this show. So... This is where the episode takes a turn. A real serious turn. Mm-hmm. A real world turn. Yeah, the next day they're supposed to have the group date, but they get a knock on the door with a card saying, Zach is a little under the weather, so go enjoy the date without him. Mm-hmm. Which they were not happy about. No, this was done just so they could have footage to air. <laughs> it was also, uh, I I totally get the the frustration with all of that, but it was simultaneously very funny to me to see it. It so many of the cases, the focus was more. I I can't, I can't believe like I can't believe we got stood up like I need time I need time with him I couldn't I believe that stood up <laughs> that's like one of the worst ways to describe that he's literally in quarantine yeah but they didn't know that he's just under the weather still do you want whatever sickness he has even if it wasn't COVID I, if it means. A rose, then yes. If it means the chance <laughs> at a rose, absolutely, for sure. Oh man, uh, I, it's just I'm like no. Uh, you can. I'll let you rest up. That well, way. I, well, then you're going home. You're out of there. <laughs> you're you're gone, Christy. You aren't making it to next week. There's no rose well, for you here. You I didn't. Guess not. I'm sorry. You didn't get the time. You didn't get the time you needed, and so you're gone. Uh, the other funny thing about that to me is, and and I, it's very possible that they were thinking this despite the sort of 
disgruntled nature of their day. But like at this point in time, I don't know how anybody hears about somebody else like being under the weather or sick and doesn't have the first thought be like, oh crap, well, they have COVID. Like, (laughs) yeah, like that's the whole, like, that's what everyone, there's where, that's where everyone's mind goes. Right. At least normal people. Maybe these people, it's not, it's not the, the first thought, but if it feels like, like that, that's what my first thought always is that it, it, it seems like that is true for a lot of people at this point, just because it is so infectious. And so it's like, okay, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, and then even Kylie said, like, oh, Zach wasn't too sick to stay out late with Gabby last <laughs> night. I was like, what? <laughs> well, there, there's that uh, that uh, jealousy, envy rearing its head. I mean, you even had, I forget, I forget who it was, but at some point somebody was mentioning how, you know, like, what what do you bet he'll be fine for his one-on-one with charity tomorrow oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i'm sure a, a lot of that was just very off the cuff sort of first reactions just you know the disappointment because every second counts here i mean if you if you're not careful and you don't get that time you don't fight for it then you're toast. So, yeah, we see them downtown on mm-hmm. the double decker bus. Yeah, because that was that was supposed to be. Uh, I want to say probably the the highlight of the day because the date card said something about like let's double up on love. Yeah, like that. Yep. And and uh, those those double decker bu- buses with the uh, the open tops are a very uh they're very staple london tourist thing to to go up there and you have the the guide being like and and this is number 10 where the government is and oh look over there there's big big ben um that is not an attempt at an english accent just so you know that is just (laughs) me not being myself uh, I, yeah. I did wonder, though, why they didn't just go below deck when it started raining. Because, like, Kylie mentioned, oh, I dressed all cute and sexy for Zach, but now she's cold. Like, Well, they they set up all the cameras on the on the top. The, the whole point <laughs> was it was supposed to be the double decker. Who, who, who gives a crap if you're on the lower level of a bus? All I would, buses have I would a lower have, level. I would have retreated down there. <laughs> So I'm always cold, so <laughs> that's why you you have an umbrella and wear a coat. Come on, uh, yeah. I don't totally know why they did that beyond just not being allowed to go below by production because production saw it as a way to highlight the general atmosphere and mood everyone was in. I, I'm sure like, that's oh, part of it. We've been rained on. That is that is how we feel inside too, because. Zach is not here. <laughs> that that's what I I suspect was was the true the true reason. Um, they even had a bagpiper show up on the top deck, 
<laughs> which they weren't particularly happy about either. Oh, I think I missed that. What? How did you miss that? It was a freaking... I don't remember. It was a freaking bagpiper. Bagpipe, bagpipes are like one of the loudest instruments out there. No, I think I just forgot that happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, someone said it felt like they were at a funeral, <laughs> which is a little derogatory since bagpipes are also used at things like weddings not just at funerals, not just for funeral dirges, okay? They they can be a festive instrument. So, yeah. We also just, had... Yeah, lots uh, of rain clouds. Yeah. Storm clouds. We also had a montage of just general London fun, I suppose. Drinking beer, well, fish and fun, chips. Fun. As much fun as they could have yes. without Zach. The, 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 the brave faces... Which is, look, see, myself as a, a history buff in some capacity, I just, I enjoyed this a lot because, look, they're in London. That's a very typical British thing to just have to, you know, put on your stiff upper lip, put on a brave face. I mean, how else do you think Londoners, you know, how do you, how do you think London and its people survived the battle of the battle for britain you know constant bombing for months upon months and just they put on a brave face it's all you can do so this was like peak london date for me watching this as they tried to to make the best of it uh and spent time at the pub and talking to that lady who had to live through their horrible accent I know I felt bad for her. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. All you know, all of that. The whole trying to make the royal guard crack. Yeah, that was I was irritated by that because that goes beyond basic annoyance to me. And Yeah, just, that poor guy had to just endure that. Well, cuz I mean the whole the whole thing is that they're royal they're royal guards and so they're they're not supposed to interact with the public and they're there uh, on on guard at various buildings and they do their marches and stuff. Um, and yeah, that was just very insensitive to me. Wasn't one of them like twerking? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, come twerking on. in front of him. Like, <laughs> and that again, that's the thing. Sometimes tourists do that sort of thing, but it really rubs me the, the wrong way because like that's not the purpose. Like they could actually like he had a real gun like he could shoot you yeah Oof. and sometimes i wish they would shoot tourists because they're so <laughs> annoying that's not that's not actually true okay that's hyperbole it's just very i i i empathize a lot when you see people being dumb and going up and trying to like grab them and people are just obnoxious and all that yeah. stuff oh makes me angry sorry let's continue apologize Yes, on to the nighttime where everybody is all dressed up, hoping Zach will arrive. Mm -hmm. Surely he feels better by now, right? Yes, COVID has left his system in less than 12 hours. But no, another butler delivering a card. Mm -hmm. Message from Zach, he's still not feeling well. And this is where Mercedes talks about needing that make or break conversation. This is where Brooklyn says she feels stood up. 
it's make or break time, okay? I mean, they don't want him to have forgotten all about them by the time he gets back. Also, this is where I noted that Gabby was not quarantined. She was right there in the middle of everyone, which didn't make sense to me. Yeah, how they handled this was a, a little strange to me, and I don't... Uh, look, I'm sure that I, I don't understand all the considerations and everything, and I know that according to the footage we saw, he didn't test positive till that next morning, right? Yes. But still... That seemed like it should have been I, the first thing they did well, was separate well, them. Well, again, yes. Like, do people not think about COVID anymore? Like, that would be my first, like, oh, Zach, you're not feeling well. You have COVID for sure. Go, like, we're going to shut this thing down. So I don't know if they just thought that, like, generally the women were together anyways so like there's no point in quarantining them because if one of them has it they all have it like i don't know what the thought process there is but it seemed a little strange yeah. to me since like you you have to have a, like a decent inkling by then what was going on that you wouldn't since she was down his esophagus uh just moments before that you wouldn't at least cordon off Gabby. Let and alone also like, charity too, since yeah, let, well, and just let alone, uh, yeah, like at least split them up some so that you like minimize impact. I mean, there. reality Steve reported that he heard someone else, one of the girls got it. So I don't, he doesn't know who it is at this point or if they'll even address it, but yeah i don't know I don't that know. that seemed very strange to me because well while you might just be screwed anyways it seems like taking extra risk to not kind of shut things down for two or three days kind of separate people out so you're not just having it wipe through everybody yeah i mean i saw yeah an interview with the producers i think it was on entertainment weekly where they talked about how tight their schedule is like they already have locations and hotels and flights everything booked for the next city so they were really worried about having like an extended extra time in london where everybody's just like recovering we're just waiting for zach i just i i and so i i get that I know, like, all the logistics of this sort of thing are, are are a lot, but it seems to me, from my limited perspective, that doing it that way was such a huge freaking gamble. It Be was, yeah. Because, like, ver versus just being like, okay, let's lock things down for two or three days, make sure that, like, everyone's still alive like it's not sweeping through everybody and then once we're clear keep going and just sh shift things versus oh okay well hopefully zach didn't transmit it to anybody and we'll just wait and see and then having half your cast wiped out then like <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see next week if there's any mention of anybody else getting it right because presumably 
they're you know they're they're probably testing every day yeah and all of that but still that that's that's not enough when you're talking about how quickly this moves particularly since he makes out with all of them yeah yeah that's not it's not just like oh we're in the same room or we're passing by each other it's like i guess it's lucky i guess that this happened before the group date because then he would have made out with all of them probably contagious and passed it to everybody so Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i i it's a little mystifying to me how they how they handled things it seems like a, a a very high risk way of doing it just to try to stick to their schedule so the next day jesse enters tells him he has covid yes zach not jesse jesse's fine probably (laughs) (laughs) that we know of but uh before we talk about that i want you to talk to me a little bit about our little solo zach times here that we got interspersed um as he was in quarantine uh where we saw him like blowing his nose yeah just like all that like zach cam i mean there wasn't much there really i mean he's sick so he's just you didn't appreciate the effort they went through to get that that footage i mean i'm i guess they had him set up i thought i thought we saw somebody in his room like with a mask yeah, that, or whatever. That, that was to bring in equipment later. He he must have had something because, well, I guess maybe not necessarily because they could have, uh, they could have cropped it. But I was just saying when we were seeing that footage, it was like full screen. Like it wasn't, it was it didn't look like phone footage. Is what I'm saying. No, I guess maybe they gave him like camera equipment to just set up in the corner. Yeah, they're to like film. you may die. But we will see all of it because this episode will be two hours. Yes, <laughs> we're not yielding any time to another show. No, this nah. You you better freaking you better freaking get on this camera and say how crappy you feel. Otherwise, I mean, you're out of here. From his perspective, that must have sucked. Just stuck in the hotel room, knowing mm-hmm. the whole production is basically on hold. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like he he got that sick. Um, yeah, it didn't seem too bad. But obviously, you got to think about the whole the whole production. Um, so we can go back to to Jesse canceling everything as he always does. Yeah, I mean, he's like a plague. When you see Jesse, you know. Not good. Run away <laughs> before he strikes you down. Yeah, and- everyone's basically just devastated, sad. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of devastation and tears here. Yes, they all changed their tune from before where they were just mad at being stood up to actual concern now. I, I still don't know if I truly buy it but (laughs) that's just my cynical nature so then as you mentioned earlier katie gets 
to put together well because because she's, get the, well cause she's the nurse she's the nurse okay? yes she, is she the only, i wonder if she's the only is she the only nurse left I, i'm i'm not sure but she she gets to comfort him yes the producers hooked her up Mm -hmm. yeah to put together some care package with like there's like a thermos maybe some tea little teddy bear or something like i don't know it's a little strange but... so she gets to have a little mini date with him outside his room love is blind style uh-huh sitting outside his door on the floor just yeah this was <sighs> deep breath this this was yet another kind of annoying moment for me because it was very producer driven yes very clearly just just uh oh just bring him a care package and then and then we can have you read off these cue cards to to reminisce about your your past together so that we can splice in footage for flashbacks back to the night at the museum and all the great times you've had together because this has to fill the time slot <laughs> i hated the flashbacks so much they weren't even that long ago i know and just the music and like the sort of black and white sort of, I, I don't think it was actually back black and white but that's what they always do here is they like oversaturated or something the the footage to make it clear that this happened in the past as if we don't know this how uh -huh. like you didn't have to do that uh -huh. we're it's smart like, enough to figure that yeah, it's out it's like you know we 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 were watching our tvs when when this happened we we are uh in control of our faculties and do have memory but it had to be it had to be long enough so that was kind of annoying to me because i like authenticity as we have established i'm a huge fan of authenticity and when i see stuff like this it just makes me sad because like you could have had a real conversation with him you could have really truly comforted that man in his time of need and instead you just acted like a producer puppet and just puppeted your words to fit their purposes. <laughs> so, made me very well. angry. So, should we move on to the next day? The next day, the only day that really matters in this whole thing. Or actually, I'm not even sure if it was the very next day, but at some point... <laughs> That's true. It could, Just, have been, it could have been. Well, it may it it may have been the next day, but I got the impression that it took them at least a couple days to get through the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. Oh, really? Yeah. Just and I could be totally off base here, but from I think it was when. Zach was talking to Jesse at one point towards the very end of the episode. It just, based on what he said, it seemed like it took them like longer than one day to get through all that stuff. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think it. they probably skipped the day Charity was supposed to have her date. I would guess that was probably just an empty day. Well, that, that's probably true, true as well. But 
don't yes. know. I, I could be I could be wrong there, but that's just the impression I got is that it kind of took them a little bit more time to get through all of the because well tell tell the people what happened. Yes, we are going to have a virtual cocktail party, which is hilarious. We mm-hmm. see Zach and, setting up his own like camera and lighting and sound and all that stuff. Yes, and a virtual rose ceremony as well because yes. we got to stay on schedule. Yes. Okay, we have more locations, more love. And more, flights already booked. We have more more flights. You know, you know how much of a pain it is to change flights into flight credit and then back into flights and all the value you lose and oh, it's just a nightmare. So the setup for the virtual cocktail party is one at a time, which I thought they were going to do it all together, but they ended up doing it one at a time. A girl walks in, picks up an iPad where she can't see herself, and talks to Zach. Hmm. Yeah, that that was very weird. Very funny too. I found. So Charity goes first, and he gives her a Big Ben replica as a small token of what they were supposed to have done mm-hmm. on their one-on-one. Yeah. Which uh, okay, so great, a Big Ben. Like, what about a rose? Hmm? <laughs> you, could, you couldn't have put a rose in, in the that box. box as that well would have been to... cool. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. Wonderful and a nice surprise. Boring, yeah. And oh, cliche. Well. The producers had a lot on their plate this this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unbelievable. So uh, next is Catherine, where they did a virtual snog. That also made me angry. Let's not I do mean, that again. The virtual kissing, but also the fact that she made such a big deal about learning a new word in London. Which was snog, which mm-hmm. is to kiss. Like anybody who has been alive or heard of Harry Potter or anything will will know that. But then she kept calling it like snug, I think was she she kept saying snug <laughs> and he like I had to correct her and all of this. It's like I'm not convinced you learned a new word because you told him that you were gonna snug him. <laughs> okay well breathing deeply next is kylie i didn't have much from that one tired of dreaming about his kisses Mm -hmm. did you what did did you think uh because kind of a, a common theme for some of them was the fact that they couldn't see themselves on yeah on the screen and that kind of made them anxious I think it's because we're all used to seeing that little ourselves in that little box in the corner. I know it. It was just it was just funny because in that context, it sort of felt like yeah, I just I need to I need to see myself here. I think the producers talked about that too. I guess they didn't want to have like the girl on the screen with Zach, and we're like filming that as well. So it's kind of like well, right? This they weird, they, like, they they wanted a they wanted uh they wanted a clean a clean signal yeah. essentially um so they didn't want any extraneous stuff so on, from a production that. standpoint i guess it makes sense but it is a little weird when you're on a video chat and you can't see like do i even have it tilted right or whatever right it's just kind of funny like man i'm here i'm having a conversation with you but man i really also need to see myself <laughs> make sure that i'm like pretty enough for this uh yeah he and ali kiss oranges which i found 
Very strange. Very strange, but somehow not as weird as the kissing the iPad. <laughs> never, I guess everybody's just making do with the circumstance. We ne- never, never thought that I would uh, be in a situation where I thought kissing an orange would be less weird than something, but here we are. <laughs> and then next is Greer. Oh boy, this took a turn. In a way I did not expect, that's for sure. Well, tell us about it. So first she sits down, like, not next to the iPad. <laughs> know, she, it was, like, she, so far she, away. She sat down on, like, the other chair because it was, it was like, a sort of a love seat type situation. And there was another armchair. And the iPad was, like, propped up on a pillow on <laughs> on one side of the of the love seat. But, yeah, she's, like, sat down on the to- the other chair. Yeah, then I think he had told her to, like, go mm-hmm. grab it or whatever. She's, like, four feet away from it. And then she talked about how this would be better if I could see myself. And if I could, I probably wouldn't even look at you. It's just a bad <laughs> way to start this conversation. Yeah, so, sometimes sometimes you got to not let the stream of consciousness outside of your brain. <laughs> In, in in situations like this, you you kind of you got to keep that inside of yourself. Yeah, I'm guessing she probably meant like, oh, like a lot of people, I like look at myself too much or whatever. But yeah, it didn't quite come out right. Mm-hmm. But that you know that was as bad as it got, right? I mean, I'm sure she would have hoped, but no, it got much worse. Oh boy, what happened? So she talked about working in sales, and she had COVID at the end of the year. And that impacted her sales reports or or something like that. And she's trying to relate it to Zach being stuck with COVID in his hotel room while he searches for a wife. Boy, did this not go over well. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Zach really pushed back at her, which you don't see this too often from The Bachelor. Yeah, she she directly found out that he was not happy with how she approached that yeah his whole demeanor changed and he said he's pushing back because he's trying to find a wife and that means a lot more than the end of a sales quarter (laughs) which i don't think it's a lot of discussion about this on the internet i don't think greer meant it the way he took it no i don't i don't think she did either I, i guess it just didn't come out the right way but he really took offense to it Right. I, I mean, I I think that she was just trying to um, relate to and empathize with him. Like, I, I was kind of in a similar situation here, and, it, like, it made things difficult for me and, and all of that, uh, which is not how it came across. No. For sure. But I do think, I do think that her heart was in the right place, at, at least— Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta be careful with, with, with what you say here before a rose ceremony. I know that was not good timing. No. And she knew immediately she effed up. Yes. She was like, oh crap. Yeah. She was crying too. I forget who, but yeah, that, that was very nerve wracking for her. Mm-hmm. Especially comparing to. Uh, 
hearing from the other women as they came out having good conversations with him and just knowing that this conversation did not go well at all um she was very afraid so it's time for the rose ceremony which is in like a very cramped room mm-hmm. which the that same interview from the producers this is not where they were going to have it, it was going to be in some big fancy place but they didn't want to have to deal with the logistics of like i guess the screens and all the mm-hmm. equipment and having a delay and yeah well i mean e- e- even with all of that a decent amount of zach's footage was still choppy yeah <laughs> so this which is, is you couldn't you couldn't have worked that out like I mean, I mean, I don't know how good the internet is at the hotel. Yeah, it's but probably wait, hampered by that. Like, hotspots? Like 5G hotspots? Like, <laughs> come on. This is an actual production. Yeah, his footage did look a little grainy. I don't... I... Well. I don't know. This this rose ceremony was, rose ceremony was hilarious to me. Just the not, whole, the whole logistics the of it. No, but for the audience, like... They all march in and he's on a TV screen. And then the roses are like on yeah, a train. You I, have I to lo- walk I lo- up. I love how they had to get their own roses. <laughs> I know. Like, what? They, and I guess this is probably because Jesse was like, uh, I'm not I'm not going to spend that much time with them. They might have COVID, but they had to get their own roses. Like not even, even Jesse wasn't there to hand them out. It's just do what the screen says. I know, like, but Collect it was... your rose. Leave. Goodbye. <laughs> it's still so funny, though, because, like, I guess Katie was the first one, so somebody had to be the guinea pig, where you walk up, and it's like, do I pick it up before he says, do you accept this, or will you accept this <laughs> rose? And then that really awkward air hug they did afterwards. Oh, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that was very uncomfortable. So... Who goes home? Mercedes and Kylie. Yes, Greer was very surprised, it felt like, to get the last rose. She even picked it up before Zach said, will you accept this rose? (laughs) She was like, I'm taking it. I'm getting out of here. You you called me up front. That means I get the rose. No taking taking this back. Oh, Mm. yeah, that, uh, whew. Are you surprised at this week's victims? No. We've barely seen anything from Mercedes. Mm-hmm. So. And then Kylie. Casualty just, of last she, episode. Yeah, she she poked the hornet's nest too many times. It was inevitable. Yeah. You can't you can't keep somebody like that alone, you know. Somebody who's causing trouble like that can't be in the top four. I'm sorry. Sorry, no. sorry, sorry. So you gotta, you gotta go. So we're down to what nine, nine now? Yeah, I think so. Wow, we are just hurtling towards engagement? Question mark. We'll see. I guess <laughs> we never know these days. What'll it be? Will it just be love for all of them? Maybe. Maybe Zach will surpass Clayton and 
say he 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 loves all the top nine and gives all the top nine fantasy suites wow that'd be a first <laughs> no that won't happen zachary shellcross is much more put together than that he will eliminate ruthlessly until he reaches his chosen one yeah he seems to be pretty good at the eliminations it's not he's not like agonizing over them so far yeah, very decisive like, i'm done with you be gone yep it's over there was some some sadness for sure on the part of the the women who left in these strange times they didn't get their hug of closure no they got dumped over zoom uh-huh yep how embarrassing do you think that's still better than dumped via text? Mm, maybe, but it's just more awkward because you're seeing the person as they say no to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing is so weird. Yeah, especially, especially if there's a little bit of lag. So you try to like say something to change their mind and then they're in the middle of saying something because there's the lag and then you're speaking over each other. <laughs> then it gets super awkward and finally you just... You have to face the fact that you were dumped and it's over. Yeah, we uh, we didn't even get footage of them getting taken to the airport either. Nope. <laughs> that which, was the last we saw. Which, which that would have been, uh, that would have been a perfect way to pad out the episode. I mean, come on. We could have seen more of the London mm -hmm. downtown stuff. but They make choices and we have to live with them. I imagine the kiss count is fairly low. Oh, no. That, what? But why? Co COVID? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was low. It was a meager 23 by my count. That's actually still a lot, considering that's just one date. Well, Gabby got a lot of action. That's true, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did not count... The virtual snogging. No, never. Okay. <laughs> I have standards. I'm, it may not seem like it, but I have standards, and I would appreciate it if y'all gave me some grace in this trying time, okay? Only real skin-on-skin, tongue-on-tongue, just ugh, <laughs> nasty kisses. It's all I count. Christy, where can people find our socials? You can follow us at Group Dates Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Christy, what a roller coaster of an episode. Hopefully, we find out next week that Zach survived his COVID experience. I'm sure he will. <laughs> no, he, I mean, we've, we've seen previews. He, he is fine. And, you know, younger people tend to do pretty well. And some of the variants aren't quite as lethal now, it seems like potentially. So uh, the odds were pretty good that he would have a full recovery. Uh, it's just wild in how they handled things. Maybe we'll just see. Next week, we're just 
missing somebody. <laughs> One of the women just gone without a trace, just like just Logan. like Logan. Who knows? But until then, we will keep our eyes out for any amazing drama from Bachelor Nation. We will hopefully have a little bit more just good times on Married at First Sight. Those couples are due for some happiness, I will say. And uh, until that point, goodbye. Talk to you later. Have a great however long of time.